What's up guys? Uh, we're in Austin, Texas at my house and before we start off the episode I want to show you guys some of my geek cred by showing you my bedroom from high school which I told my parents not to change once I left Austin. So it's been exactly like this for the last 10 years. Let's go inside. A couple of the posters have started to fall down. There you start to see the Star Wars stuff. You know, let me just close the door here for you guys. A lot of Star Wars. Um, Spider-Man watch, you got some basketball posters, some punk rock flyers, and a lot of jazz stuff, and um, Spider-Man pillow. Maybe the geekiest thing in here is uh, the George Clooney picture. I don't even know why, why that's there. <laughs> geekiest or gayest? <laughs> Probably gayest. <laughs> Remember Muji Bar and Siri Jewel from David Letterman? My dad got that signed by Siri Jewel in Times Square because I was such a big David Letterman fan. Behind these CDs you're going to see stacks of boxes of comic books. Porn. All comics. Porn. Or porn. Here's a collage that I made. You're going to have Dave on there. Um, Rancid. Green Day. Uh, if you would make that collage today, would you still have David Letterman on it? No, I'd probably have Conan on it or Jon Stewart. But this is 1996, so David Letterman's on it. Right outside my uh, room, there's the bookshelf. <clears throat> You've got a couple graphic novels that I didn't take with me. You got Dragonlance. I read all of them. Some Piers Anthony novels. I uh, love Piers Anthony novels. Love Dragonlance. David Letterman biography. Uh, here are some old video games. Look, original Wing Commander. The Tentacle, sequel to Maniac Mansion. Watch this one. Ready? This, this one's old. Gunship. Every kid who plays basketball gets one of these regardless of how well they do, um, as evidenced by the fact that I sucked and I still got one of these trophies. It looks like it goes on the top of another trophy. Another David Letterman book. I have about four David Letterman books. Remember this? Earth 2? Yeah, I even read the <laughs> 2 novels. You remember this TV series, Earth 2? I read the novels. Why not read the Stargate adaptation while we're at it? <laughs> Owing Commander book. Hmm, this is interesting reading as you're getting your ass beat. Wing Commander novels. I'm eBaying this for you guys. How dare you make fun of me for what I'm reading? <laughs> Graham, Graham, uh, Graham's in the middle of the Halo novel, and uh, I made fun of him for picking one up in the airport, but here we have proof that I was geekier than him long before him, as I was reading the Wing Commander novelizations. And as Paul and I were 15 feet away making fun of him. Thanks. Let's see what's in some of these old drawers. Oh. <laughs> I, I, I Bats fly out. I haven't opened these drawers in uh, probably seven years. Back before Lucas took my dreams and destroyed them, I would wear this. You never wore it, though. <laughs> I obviously never wore it because it's still got the tag. But I wore this one a whole lot. You got the Stockton to Malone. <laughs> Ewok Pez Dispenser. This is the jewel of my, of my collection right here. I found some old PC games. We've got TIE Fighter vs. X-Wing Expansion. But here's the, here's the one. 
that I love the most. Monkey Island. Right here. Graham and I's relationship was formed by me giving Graham Monkey Island tips because I'd already beaten the game. And Graham was hanging on my coattails. Whoever can answer this one gets a copy of this game. You mean that copy of that game? Whoever can answer this geek question, explain to me the significance of Razzle Dazzle Root Beer. There's your challenge. Let's go do our episode. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode two of Geekscape. I'm here with my buddies Mark Wenzel and Sean Neal. We're in Sean's house. And uh, Mark, what's your background with me? I worked with you for far too long at Blockbuster or Cockbuster, you know, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, Mark was my manager at Blockbuster. Uh, that's how I know I know Mark. And Sean, uh, pass the pass the mic to Sean. Pass that mic. Yeah. <laughs> so so how do we know each other, Sean? Uh, I used to play in a band called Dynamite Boy, and you were a psycho fan. Dynamite Boy, uh, <laughs> while they were around, were, were my favorite band. And uh, while we were around, what does that mean? Oh, all right. Well, you guys still? broke up. Well, it doesn't matter. We're still your favorite band. Okay, got it, got it. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, and, and the thing is, I mean, I have, you know, respect for you as a musician, but also you and I kind of bonded over our love of Star Wars, you know? Yes. And, uh, and, you and bonded over our love to disagree about uh, other Star Wars. Yeah, the original, the, yeah. The, the, the new trilogy. Yeah, yeah. Because you love the new trilogy. Uh, for the most part, yeah. Uh -huh. I can see the error of my ways a little bit now. Right. Uh, but I just hate them. You abhor them, yeah. You know, and, and every time a new one would come out, people would say, oh, this is one is, is awesome. And it wasn't true to me. You know, because you had, you had the first one, Phantom Menace, and then when the second one started rolling around, people were like, people who had seen it were like, holy shit, no, this makes up for Phantom Menace. And then you watch it, and you're like, no, this makes Phantom Menace worse, but it's still not good. And then the third one comes out, and people are like, dude, it's so dark. It's awesome. And you watch it, and you're like, oh, I wish it was completely dark, and they never even started the film. <laughs> you know? Yeah, wow. But That's, you're adamant. I mean, you have tattoos. I like, I'm tattooed. Like, I got Boba Fett. I got Darth Maul on me. Yeah. You're I'm for adamant. real. I'm all about it. You know, it, there's a display case with tons yeah, of Star Wars Yeah, there's display cases. Stuff. I got boxes of Star Wars Let's just Wars say Sean figures. abused his temper, his job at Toys R Us. <coughs> yes, I did. You know, and I you did get it. me that giant-ass Spider-Man display poster. Which yes, I, which I did. Which I still have in my room. Mm -hmm. See? And, uh, and then after you, I guess mailed I'm good it, after, for you, after you mailed it to me, you brought it out on tour with you. And I met you in... <laughs> That's right, in L.A. <laughs> in in L.A. House. And you gave it to me. Yeah. And uh, as soon as we had left... And, and, like after you guys got back to Austin, your manager came at you and was like, "Dude, where's that display? Yeah, I gotta put yeah. it back. You're not supposed to be giving that shit." Yeah, away. that wasn't supposed to go out yet. It was like supposed to get hung in like two weeks. I just thought it was had come and gone, and we weren't gonna hang it. But right, you got it. I got it. You got it. You rock. And that, uh, that adds geek points. So, so Mark, uh, you and I um, working together. What was the probably the worst thing about uh, working at Blockbuster with me? Maybe besides you. Besides me. Oh. Um. Just the constant barrage of idiots coming in. Is it like that Just scene in, in Clerks where somebody's like, ooh, Navy SEALs? Yeah. Every <laughs> single person who comes into Blockbuster is like that. Well, Even when I went into Blockbusters, I turned into that. Well, and I hated it. You, you, you're, I mean, I was thinking about it today, and, and uh, I was thinking about our friendship, how long we, we've known each other, and you were kind of like my first film teacher. 
You know what I mean? Because it wasn't until I'd gone to, to to college the next year that I that I started really getting into movies. But you were always pushing stuff off on me that was really obscure to me at the time. You know, like Tears. who the Tears. fuck loves the Marx Brothers comedies? Like who <laughs> watches that shit? Mark does, and you and you like it. That's me. Can you explain to me that stuff? Like slipping on a banana I peel. Rock. Right. Hey, they never slipped on a banana peel. <laughs> so. Uh, they were up here if you ever ask yourselves who watches that shit in reference to the Marx Brothers uh, you love it yes I do and you'll defend it yes I will so we watched a couple movies uh, this week the first one that we watched all three of us watched the new Rocky movie from Sylvester Stallone he wrote and directed it Rocky Balboa and uh, this is the one that he wrote and directed and it takes place not the only one well what else did he wrote no. No, he, he wrote all of them. He directed two, three, and four, and then this one. And uh, this that is the... This, makes right. this one even more of an accomplishment. So, yeah. so, so, so <laughs> let's talk about how we liked this movie or disliked this movie. Go ahead, Sean. What did all you right. think of this movie? I thought it was absolutely amazing. Right. I was actually <laughs> going to the bathroom in Sean's house, and I hear him in the living room being like, oh, the new Rocky? It's fucking awesome awesome yeah, well, and i was like how appropriate that i'm taking a dump right now <laughs> <laughs> so because i that, thought that's what i thought so, so when, when it first started the first thing i thought about it was like i felt like i was watching the original rocky movie all over and it started off had the same feel it started off kind of on a down note found out that adrian was dead yeah, you, you learn that really early in the movie. And let's right. not spoil stuff in the movie. No, no, but, no. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, you find out you find out in the opening scene of the movie that some time has passed. And uh, I thought it was really believable. As odd as it sounds, uh, on the way to the theater to go see it, because I actually paid to go see that. I'm a big proponent of uh, movie piracy. But for this particular <laughs> film. So, yeah, so are our listeners. I actually. A few I of actually, our listeners uh, are into it. I actually, uh, well, as long as Hollywood keeps putting out movies like the Dukes of Hazard, I will continue to steal movies. <laughs> I won't pay. I won't have my money pay for that shit. <laughs> so, so you're on the way to the theater. I'm on the way to the theater, uh, and uh, all I could think about was like, like I'm going to see Rocky. Like, it's kind of weird. Like, you know, in a good or bad way. Kind of in a bad way. I kept thinking like, how is this going to be believable? Like, I mean, this is a 60 year old guy that's going to go box some late 20s early 30s heavyweight champion like this isn't even going to be believable and somehow in the movie they pull it off to where you're like in the movie they actually address right. the fact that it's not a believable situation right i mean there is only one fight in the movie and if there had been any others that would have made it unbelievable because there's only so much wear and tear the, the guy can take right but uh in in that in in the the last fight is in the only fight is the one positive for me in this movie yeah. I love watching it, and that's really what I loved about the Rocky movies, uh, other than the first one, because the first one did have a great story. Right. The, 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 you kind of watch it for the vi villains after a while. Um, Graham has decided that audio is not important to the show, <laughs> because he's gone to <laughs> sit down. Right? VJ would never sit down <clears throat> and take off his it's headphones in case there was a problem, Graham. And you know what that means? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> VJ? Graham is doing your job right now, and let me tell you, uh, he has put down his headphones and sat down on a couch. He's doing a, he's doing a knock up he job. Has no dedication whatsoever. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually worried about the audio now. Put on the headphones, Graham. Come here. <laughs> well, Brent, Brent, Brent can put on the headphones. Brent, Brent, put on the headphones. Put on, does Brent want to put on the headphones? Brent, one of our listeners, is, is uh, in the house. He's dedicated. Yeah. Graham's <laughs> jaded. All right. Um, so, so. <laughs> 
Uh, the thing is, is uh, watching for the villains. You were saying I watch it for the villains, stuff like that. But but Sylvester Stallone wrote and directed this one, and there are a lot of monologues in this movie that he gives himself. And yeah. I, and, and my big thing was yes, Adrian's dead, and we have that really uh, nicely shot scene in the in the graveyard, right, where he's at her grave. But then he's the character starts revisiting the places that were important to him in their relationship. Yeah. And drags poor Polly through it. Right. And I started feeling like Polly, where he's like enough already because, yeah because i feel like that was the same note over and over again and but, we're, we're already with him we're right. already with him we already do miss her i thought that the idea there though was more to not really explain rocky's point on it was to show that Polly, because the entire throughout the entire original series you never really heard Polly ever express any uh regrets for the way he ever treated her and there's that one end part there where he's staying where the right. where the ice rink used to be and he gives his little thing like you were good to her but i was bad to her and i don't want to live through this anymore and and that that was one thing about the monologues was that i feel like there were about six or seven of them and they really only needed those and, and they, they were kind of long and they really only needed those one or two really poignant lines to get because yeah. the, the best monologue to me was one where his son says why are you doing this again and he stops him in the street and he turns around and tells his son, this is why, and, the, and, and if you want to get out from under my shadow, this is the man you have to become. And it's a good monologue in a very, it, it would have been better in a short dose. There's like right. two lines in there that I felt like, wow, this is what this is about. Yeah. But it's, but it, I felt like it was coded in his overwriting. I felt like a lot yeah. of it was overwritten. There were some And scenes, I just wanted to get to the yeah, fight. Some of the earlier scenes, I thought there was a little overacting even on his part where he's, leaning against the inside of the door and doing the they overdubbed the shot of the original shot of right. Talia Shire standing at the bottom of the stairs and that's where ghostly. I feel like it starts to become caricature weird. you know yeah, I that was kind of weird how about but yourself Mark you, you want to go you want to go a couple rounds with, with Sean Neal <laughs> I'll, I'll, give, I'll give you my I'll, I'll give you my yeah I did I, I saw it coming from a different place because you were a boxer professionally yeah yeah still am could okay. beat your ass well that's a um, question <laughs> No, and now that you've said I was your first film teacher, I feel like a real poser saying this. I had never seen any Rocky movie before I saw it. <laughs> really? Wait, really? Really. Not a single one of them. I'd seen bits and pieces of three and four because that's all they ever show on TV. Yeah. But I'm, I had never seen a whole Rocky movie. But after seeing, I saw Rocky Balboa at Butnamathon. Was this the first Rocky movie that you saw? Yeah. Okay. So... I saw it, and then I went back and watched all five of them. And, yes, for those of you out there who have never seen all of them, five is terrible. <laughs> but so is four. Tommy Sorry. Four is, four is terrible for the best reasons. You know, because cause, cause if, Dolph if is just like, so ridiculous in that movie. If and you Bridget like Nielsen Sylvester so Stallone in sci-fi movies, yeah, it's, it's terrible. And, and it, had the best, it had the best cock rock score. <laughs> Number four was, it was had, great. It had James it had Brown. It had hearts on fire. Yeah. It had James Brown. That's that was the high point. Yeah. yeah. But you but you enjoyed it. What about it? Uh, well, did you enjoy besides the fact that you'd never seen one before? After watching all of them, I think it's on par with the second one. Not the I, first. The not one. the first. The first, you know, first is a film. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Second one is still really good, and the sixth one is really good. It's it's a good way to cap off the series. It's like taking five and just erasing it and saying, this is how we really want to end this saga. Right. You know? Um, yeah. Did it, you cry? Uh, no, I didn't cry. Did you cry, Sean? I don't think I did. Okay. I think there was one part when he was telling the story to uh, 
Polly about the beast inside him or whatever, the whole thing inside him. I thought that was pretty Because beautiful. you have that. I have a beast inside me. Okay. Just, just wait <laughs> until the show's over to do the beast. Um, We've all had a little beast inside us. Uh, so, so oh, I... Hey, hey. <laughs> That's a little homoerotic. <laughs> <laughs> so don't make... Don't, don't, don't make promises, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I live with a, with a beast uh, as my younger brother, Paul, and he's always dragging us, like Graham and I, to these fucking god-awful horror movies. Uh, like uh, when he was in L.A. With, with some of his wrestling friends, we went to see the new Texas Chainsaw. And Paul and I go to see these movies just to laugh and, and, and yell out loud and, and, and pretty much turn into like a Mystery Science Theater 3000 type thing. And uh, the other night he took us to see Black Christmas. The remake of the 70s film where you have a sorority and somebody starts picking them all the sorority sisters off on Christmas Eve. And uh, I was like, dude, why the fuck did we see that movie? And I have a good excuse because I went with Paul and there's nothing I love more than sitting in a theater with Paul and Graham making fun of shit and laughing. What shocked me was when I asked Mark to guest host on the show and he said that he had seen it because you have no... (laughs) fucking excuse for seeing this movie and i'm surprised you actually haven't seen this movie shot because you love horror movies as bad as as, as they can get i mean you really turned me on to the rob zombie movies because i remember you called me when when you left the theater and you yeah. said it's fucking amazing and i was like yeah right whatever i'm never gonna see this movie and then when i actually saw it a couple years later i i, I was totally no, that was when i went and saw house of a thousand corpses i was totally I impressed when we left the theater you know, well you called me when you left the theater the yeah. third time i think yeah but, uh, but give the mic to, to Mark here. Yeah. Why did you go see this Black Christmas movie? Okay, apparently you don't know this about me. I love terrible horror movies, too. Okay. Do you um, go with your friends thought, to, to, ye- to yell and joke around, or are you just a creepy old man? <laughs> Do we have a love connection here? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I'm making sure. Do um. it. I'll start singing to you. I did, it at, block- why, why, I did it at Blockbuster. You know? Yeah. It's like, hey, yeah. it's closing time. You know? Oh. But your your rendition, inventory? your renditions of Barbara Streisand songs were amazing, but yeah. Um, now I, I liked House of a Thousand Corpses too. I, I no, was I, the only good. person it I know good. besides you two yeah. who actually liked it. There were people who saw it at Buttonamathon and wanted to leave like the entire thing, just leave in the middle. You've been but, going to those Anticool Buttonamathons every year. Uh, not every year, but the past four, I think. Are you fucking Harry Knowles? No. <laughs> Brent, Brent, you 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 haven't gone in once. You've tried every time. You gotta fuck Harry Knowles. Well, if that's How what you want to do. Well, I I, I would ra- I would rather just be like, dude, I ain't having sex with that guy. I will wait. You know, wa- watch these I movies have, when they release. I have a friend who's a friend of his. So. He's yeah. fucking a friend of a friend. Well, her her husband would be a little bit annoyed with that. Okay. I think. Well, I think. Not, I when you, not when you wear the donkey suit. That's um, true. So, so why you you love this movie? What did you think of it? Loved which movie? No, you. you I mean, you love horror movies. You went to see yeah. this thing. Why do you? Um, I I thought it was crap. I mean, <laughs> it's terrible. Yeah, it's it's, it's really terrible. bad. It, it did and have it's some almost terrible for all the right reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's almost, almost great. That's a fine it, line. It's a fine line to dance though. For to have a horror movie that it has to be, it has to go across the line. Otherwise, it's just a bad movie. Now, now I've kind of coined what we do uh where we take uh and, and it happened in college when my roommate kevin and i you've met kevin mccaffrey uh we uh maker of the best cock rock mixes in history uh, 
<laughs> you, you still have them on your iPod, right? And so, so we would, whenever they'd close a blockbuster or a video store in Philadelphia going to college, we would take a bunch of money and uh, just blow it all on their crap VHS section, come home and spend the night seeing who got the worst movie that made us laugh the hardest. And, and we turned it into the gauntlet where you run the gauntlet. And you, and you, it's really like a, a, like a test of endurance. And um, what are some of your favorite gauntlet-type movies uh, in like the horror genre? Because you really are a connoisseur, aren't you, buddy? Uh, Give the mic. Give, let's see this. Uh, Jack Frost is uh-huh. a good one. That'll run, <laughs> that'll run just about anybody out of a room. The best part, of, and the best part, I did not see the second one because the first one did me <laughs> in. But the, I didn't see how they could top the scene with the... Uh, Melting snowman and the carrot in the bathtub with the naked girl, <laughs> where it's obvious that she was being pleasured by the uh, carrot nose. <laughs> I they could not be topped. Um, Wasn't that Shannon Elizabeth? I think it was yeah. actually. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> what happened to her career? You you've been spending some time on uh, MrSkin.com, haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> um, Next, you're when you're done fucking hearing all. I don't know. I'd, I'd do I have it. a bunch of them up on my shelf over there. I can't think. I don't know. Uh, Gauntlet movies I make people watch. Oh, uh, 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 Motel Hell. <laughs> that just sounds great. Motel Hell. You never saw Motel Hell? <laughs> no. Oh, it's but, a classic. Dude, we got to run a gauntlet. It's Spo- a classic. Spores the movie. It's about, it's a, it's a, it's about uh, uh, people get made into sausages by redneck <laughs> farmers. It's amazing. Uh, I have another one up there called uh, Mother's Day, <laughs> which is a classic. Another classic <laughs> film. Yeah, uh, Brent yeah. is uh, is recommending "Don't Go in the House." Yeah, so yeah, these are movies that if I want to clear a room, if I want to kill a party, those are the ones to put on. People are just like, "What the fuck is this?" And like, it's the greatest movie ever made. Just sit back and watch, and then they all eventually. Uh, go. Uh, you know, Gra- I gotta go home. I gotta go to work. Gra- Graham and I were twelve hours. And, and, and Graham go. actually was successful in finding it on eBay. It's called Death Run to Istanbul, and and when I tore my knee up, uh, I was uh, I was in bed for a couple days. And uh, Paul brought me Death Run to Istanbul, which I swear to God was filmed on a VHS camera. <laughs> There's a fight scene, and I know the median in Los Angeles that they shot the fight scene on. <laughs> and and uh, and he brought me uh, Never Too Young to Die with uh, John Stamos and Gene yeah. Simmons. Yeah. That one's incredible. Apparently. That is a perfect gauntlet movie. And uh, Wizards of the Lost Kingdom with Bose Venson. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. Oh, we got to run a gauntlet. Run a gauntlet. <laughs> What? what you got? Thunder Warrior is a good one that Graham found in a VHS store. Uh, so, um, you guys recommend Rocky? I recommend Rocky. I gotta say it's a yeah. rental. The first two thirds of the movie just drag for me. Yeah. But that, but the last fight scene I'm in love with. I, I just love watching boxing people that I work film. with that are actually. Uh, I expected to hate the movie. We went and saw it together right. at lunch, and uh, I really expected them to really hate it. And they came out of it like, wow, that was. I can't believe it was over so quickly. And I was, I actually kind of thought, like, eh, it was like an hour and 40 minutes. It kind of dragged for me a right. little bit. The last fight scene is like 30 minutes. Right. So it's like a good portion of the movie. I just thought it kind of dragged for me. But they were like, oh, it was so fast. And it was so good. And I just really wasn't expecting that from them. But I would suggest going and seeing it in the theater. So, um, got some news. I second that. Are you, oh, you ready for some news? I need some news. You know what? I would cut to the news, but I just remembered that we have like three geek trailers that came out this fucking week. Like in the last week since we did the last show. Serious. We got to talk about this shit. Well, I went to see, um, not at the, re- at the museum that I'll review next week. Don't look at me like that. And uh, 
You, I kind of want to see it. So, so listen. Uh, they showed the preview to this Fantastic Four oh, okay. thing, and it's more like a, a short film than it is like a trailer. Did you see this saw, thing? I only saw it online. I didn't right. actually see it in the theater. So what? What did you? I mean, it, it starts out with the wedding of the uh, right. Invisible Woman, Mr. Fantastic. Started off looking exactly like I thought it would, like uh, the second, like the movie. all my yeah, like all my children or something. Right. I really was like, oh, here we go, crappy foam suit, uh, check. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jessica Alba looking confused. The silver, and then the silver, yeah, yeah. She's like, act how? But yeah, so and then and then a uh, cheesy, shitty line by a kid playing Johnny. Check, right. and then it went into the Silver Surfer. And uh, I have to say, I was, I don't have any hope for the movie. I right. know they're gonna fuck it up, but. I will probably download it so I can see <laughs> the amazing effects because the surfer looked really awesome. I thought he looked really amazing. He, the power cosmic flying through the building, bending underneath the board, the whole thing looked really good to me. I thought it looked really awesome. Uh, other than that, nothing redeemable about it. I'm sure they'll fuck up the whole storyline. I doubt Galactus is even going to be in the movie at all. Maybe I'll just come over. We can watch it. Yeah, that's what we should do. I've do got a projector. The, you, you project them from your computer yeah. onto the screen. Oh, yeah. That's the way to do it. Yeah, I, so I still get to see them on a movie theater. That's the one thing about piracy. I'm like, I'm like, how the like I can't watch anything for a long period of time on my screen because the emails like right there. Oh you no, 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 distractions no. and stuff yeah, like that. It's too small anyway. Yeah, but you project. It. That's the way to do. No, it. No, yeah, my projector. I can hook up my computer. My What's fun is, is 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 that one night that we came over and we did the Mario Kart tournaments on the on the projector screen. That really is the the way to do the card. It is, and the Wii you know? looks amazing on it too. Dude, if, if bowling on the Wii is pretty awesome, on the ten uh, foot screen. So it's like being in a real bowling alley. It really is. It's almost like going to a real bowling alley, and you get just as tired. So it's but it's awesome because uh, it's on a it's on a video game instead of being in real life. <laughs> Why does that fucking make any sense? <laughs> so, does it make uh, any sense at all? Why don't we just go bowling? So we also we also got a trailer for um, Grindhouse. Sweet. Sweet. I've been seeing stuff from this for six months now, it seems like, and I'm ready for it. I was going to drop a little news on you, too. I don't know if you heard about this, but one of the, uh, you know, they're filming the trailers in between the two films. Right. Uh, Rob Zombie just released the information about the trailer he's doing for it, which is going to be called Werewolf Women of the SS. <laughs> that sounds perfect. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Yeah. I'm not I'm joking. That's that really one. it. That's not, that sounds like just right up and the alley. Eli Roth this is doing one, awesome. and you know they're doing. They're, they, get, they got a bunch of famous directors to do that. the trailers in between the two movies. They're going to have a bunch of grindhouse style trailers because they, they have the one for Machete, right? Perfect. By yeah. the way, I've heard that there's going to be a Machete movie, full length, everything blowing up. I would. I would say that if this film does as good as I'm pretty sure it's going to do anyway, that they will probably go back and make a few of the trailers into movies. Yeah. It would be uh, cool to see a series start up with something like this. There hasn't been any kind of like cool series movies like that. Like if they would have taken From Dust Till Dawn and turned it into a series of films instead of even a comic book right. or something like that right. would would have been awesome, you know? Uh, and I I would actually be more excited for a Machete movie than the ones that are actually in the film. You know what I mean? Cuz I just love them. Right. Uh, just the look of Danny Trejo jumping on a motorcycle, you know. Yeah. You got to watch that. And the fact that this it's is titties. this is an <laughs> ultra yeah. This is an ultra hard rated hard R rated right. movie coming from a character from a kids movie. Oh, is is is, is he that the character He's, from Spy Kids? Yeah. Same name and everything. Yeah. Wow. I got to go Uncle Machete. Spy Kids. <laughs> <laughs> 
Mark and I went to see Spy Kids together in the theater with with uh, wearing our uh, our um, trench coats. Um, the, so the the third trailer <laughs> we got to talk about is that Michael Bay Transformers teaser that came out. <coughs> <laughs> I thought he was ready to go. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> what are your thoughts on this? Um, uh, go ahead and say it because because now we're actually seeing the Transformers. You know, yeah. like it's not like the teaser. We're actually seeing the the robots. Yeah, and still bullshit. I I call I, it. I, I, I wish it was called the GoBots. Yeah. And then he's doing this thing that he does for his the movies that he produces, the Saturn films that he produces, the horror movies like Texas Chainsaw's remake and some of that where they. Where they used that, yeah, yeah, and they cut to like images with this really annoying repeating sound, kind of like my voice, (laughs) but but uh, and it drives me crazy. And And it it worked for the first Texas Chainsaw Massacre, but yeah, the flash keep doing it and doing it and doing it, and I'm, it's over. Especially with this movie, because it, you know what, I would have been okay if this movie was a PG. Because it's a cartoon, I'm okay with them doing it. It, it looks like at least a PG-13. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because they're treating it so realistically that it looks like it's just going to take the fun out of it. You know what I mean? And uh, it's just not. You, know, you can destroy as many alone. robots as you want, and it could be a G-rated movie. But right. as soon yeah. as they get the people involved, is when yeah. the rating will go but up. But Graham just hooked me up with the 20th anniversary DVD uh-huh. for Transformers movie. Do you have that? Thing? I have the no. I don't. I have. I have the OG version. Right, <laughs> right. I don't, I don't dance on that shit because because he just got me this new one uh, yeah. for Christmas, and I can't wait to break into it. Um, is it good, Brent? I really Brent does not fuck around. If you guys see Brent on the Geekscape.net bulletin boards coming up, get out of his fucking way. <laughs> Brent's for real. My my personal opinion on the Transformers trailer is uh, I don't even know if I'm gonna download it. Whoa! I don't even know if I'm gonna take it for Whoa. free. Sean, I really don't. Uh, I don't see anything about it that I like, at all. Um, just out of curiosity, I'm gonna see it in the theater. Just out of curiosity. I'll probably get your opinion on it before I go see it then. I, I probably will too, unfortunately. You'll see it in the theater. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I, I begrudgingly say that because I think the only saving grace of the movie is probably gonna be Shia LaBeouf. Oh, in that stroke, in, in that in that in that stroke shirt from 2002. <laughs> I'm like, oh, way to be hip with it, Mr. Yeah. Bay. Great. Don't date yeah. your film. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, great. What, where, where's, the, where's the poison shirt that he's going to be wearing? He's yeah. going to throw that shirt. He's going to throw a little Britney Spears on top of it. Yeah. Um, so Bring we have that trailer. But movie news, speaking of like stuff that we may or may not ever see, George Lucas today just said uh, there's going to be – that Indiana Jones is filming this year, 2007. Yeah. I also hear that George Lucas turned down the original script idea. Which right. uh, sounded actually kind of cool. What was it? Spielberg was really jazzed on it. Everybody was really jazzed on it. It was a uh, it was based on uh, taking him into Roswell, and kind of making tying into like this alien connection, and kind of bringing in a different What's aspect. Cool about that. Well, just the idea of it, just not not being about oh he's you know he's gonna or go find something bold. else about the Bible. Right. Well, right. It could be. It, I mean, maybe it's dis- maybe it's debunking. The Da Vinci Code. I don't know. Or, you know, it, it could be aliens wrote the Bible. Yeah, or something like there that. Anyway, they, the whole idea of the story of them going into, you know, bringing into Roswell kind of takes them into the 50s, you know. Oh, you uh, know what? If they do it with that backdrop, it could actually work It really could actually well. be kind of cool. But so apparently Lucas saw it and scratched, scrapped the whole thing, said, I don't like any of it. It's all crap. And apparently him and Spielberg had some words about it. I heard Lucas doesn't like putting aliens in movies. <laughs> 
Um, one thing that I, I read as well. Misa don't think so. Is uh, speaking of sequels that probably don't have to happen. Val Kilmer said he wants to do Real Genius 2. Our, our, our listener, Jeff, what happened? Uh, submitted this news. What's going on with Val Kilmer's career that he what needs to do Real Genius going on? 2? Did you guys see the, the, the really good one that he did with Robert Downey Jr.? Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It was freaking awesome. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is awesome. Go download it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Immediately. Yeah. No, 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 check no. the news groups right now. Go go rent that one because it needs money. Yeah. Is it, is Shane it? Black needs to make more movies. Yeah. Dude, I don't think Shane Black needs more cash. He's one of the dudes who, like, in the early uh, 90s was selling screenplays for, like, four grand. But when it when screenwriting was, like, really overblown, uh, they were just paying way too much for scripts for, like, uh, Long Kiss Goodnight, I think was one of his. <laughs> but um, I like that movie. <laughs> I think somebody just broke into your house. They're stealing Sean's things. Um, so, uh Hey guys, Hold on. how's it going? Sean's gonna go go out here, but um, real genius too. Yeah, I don't. Does where this can you go? Need to happen? I'm by children. I love it. A- after the popcorn, where he do you can't go? be anywhere near you. What are you talking about? I'm about to have I'm about to have kids. He's not allowed to be around kids. Yeah. So so oh. Sean, you're gonna name oh, yeah. your kid after me. <laughs> you're gonna name your kid after me. No. Okay, never mind. I'm gonna name him after. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I was gonna give you something really cool, but I don't have anything no. cool. Um, We're still in discussion. Those, like th- those, those, those talks are still. Yeah, we still in discussion. We'll call him Chris after Real Genius or Val. Or Val. Oof, so bad, Laszlo. <laughs> <laughs> That's why that? I thought maybe if you played Laszlo, like a new version of Laszlo, <laughs> it might work. I don't know. <laughs> I'm the greatest swordsman that's ever lived. Stop <laughs> Stop <it. laughs> so uh, dig up the kid and the girl again. You think? What happened in that? Guys, I don't even remember Real Genius. I saw it once. I remember the popcorn at the end. I see. Yeah. The best soundtrack ever. Everybody wants to rule the world. I I know it's the movie that's always, it's it's like perpetually on TNT. That's all I know. That's always on. How can you not love a movie that has a house full of popcorn? Popped by a laser. Yeah. Popped by a laser. By a a military laser. (laughs) Hey, speaking of lasers. What? (laughs) I don't know how this came up. (laughs) I saw a thing today. My friend sent me a thing from from uh, howstuffworks.com uh, about how some guys in New Jersey uh, in a laboratory figured out how to send a uh, propel a light source at 300 times the speed of light through a tank that had been sealed with cesium gas. And when it did, they said that it actually was able to exit the tank in the a future. moment before it, it went through. So they actually got to see a moment in time. Whoa. Which destroys the theory of relativity. Wait. Huh? Wait I'll find it. I'll, I'll, dude, I'll give it to you so you can like post on your site. You're bending my mind it's right now. It's the craziest thing I've ever seen. Has anybody seen Deja Vu? 300. No, but I played fantasymoguls.com, and that was one of my movies. <laughs> now, I play Hollywood Stock Exchange. Yeah, I play Fantasy Moguls. Huh. I'm going to I'm gonna have to defeat you in this. Your punk-ass <laughs> I will level take shit. you down. Um, yeah, I, picked, I, I, I picked a real one. I picked Tenacious D, Pick a Destiny. That got oh. me a lot of money. Did you like that movie? Yeah, you know, I've seen all yeah. the TV shows. I already I knew it. I loved it. Yeah. That was awesome. I thought it was great, but I was already so familiar with all the material. It didn't, like, nothing new. So, uh, yeah, let's just move on to what? Anything else you want to hear about the science stuff? Look at the fucking guy. I thought this was geek. I know, this is geek stuff. I'm talking about, I'm talking about, Geeky shit. I'm talking about real geek shit. Like we're gonna make lasers and shit bounce off the walls. 
I, I, I just can't watch wait for, movies for and these guys comics. to be monkeying around with this stuff, and all of a sudden the earth just ends. Nobody knows, but these two idiots in a garage know that they're the ones that well, did it. Well, supposedly there was guys in France who were able to imitate the Big Bang inside of a giant uh, uh, collider. See, and they said that it was each one other. in one. It was like one in a like a quadrillionth chance. To that was the end. Big Bang. So Pierre, if you believe in that kind of stuff, you know I don't know. Unless you, unless you believe in that D and D module called the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> so Sean, are you reading books? Do you read the Star Wars? comics? I don't know how to read. Get out of here. No, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I haven't been reading Star Wars comics. I've been uh, the only comics I read this year, were, <laughs> cheesy enough, was the City of Heroes comics. That's all the only comics I was able to get my hands on this right. year. Right, and we'll get to you, like, because you work for the company that does City of Heroes, City of Villains, and stuff like that. But uh, <clears throat> I kind of got out of the Star Wars comics that Dark Horse was producing, and then I found out that Dark, the Star Wars Legacy, which takes place, it's one of the Skywalker's descendants, and he, and maybe they're doing it in the books. Maybe you've heard of it as a Star Wars fan, but he becomes a bounty hunter. Right. And he hunts down Jedi, uh, Kale Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. And, and Star Wars Legacy is following his story, and it's r- supposedly really good. I recommended it just off of hearing about its reputation to a, a listener of the show who won Star Wars comics. And he came back loving it. You know, um, Dark Horse is doing really good with their licenses. And uh, I wanted to say that the Conan book, if you guys have spent the last year... 2006, just kind of worn out by things like Civil War or 52, uh, the big superhero crossovers. Uh, for the last two years, I think it may have been over two, I think two, three years, uh, Dark Horse has been publishing the Conan books. Uh, and they had like really good writers on it, Kurt Busiek and Mike Mignola, who does Hellboy and, and Bureau of Paranormal Research and Development, which is a really good book. He had a, a stint on the book. But, so the writers have come and gone, and they're redoing all of the... Uh, the the Howard books, and they're adding in extra stories. But the star of the book, who doesn't get a whole lot of credit, is this artist Carrie Nord. It looks awesome, you know. So I wanted to talk about it just briefly to tell people that we're going to be a little short on the comic book section. But if you guys are looking for a comic book to read, that's not guys in tights and stuff like that. The Conan book by Dark Horse. It's because my my half brother came into town and he loves it. He loves like sword and sorcery stuff. So we we spent some time in the bookstore trying to find the trades. You know, on the flip side of that, yeah, the Age of Conan video game is a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> so, be prepared. I mean, it's an it's an MMO. In it, in it, E3, I saw the artwork for it, and it right. was the Kerry Nord artwork from the comic that they're using to promote the video. The artwork game. looks all right, and I'm right. sure since it's still in beta, the comic's great. It's still the kind comic's of really good, sticky and not great looking. But uh, no, it doesn't need to be an MMO because you really only no. want to play as Conan. Exactly. Like, why would you make an MMO out of a game where you only want to be one guy? And everybody can't be that one guy. And in fact, nobody can be that one guy because he'll already exist in the universe. What's the point? Exactly. They should name that game Watch Conan. Exactly. <laughs> you know, Watch Conan. That's another movie they keep rumoring to, to do another mo- version of. Like only John if Mill Arnold would do it at, when I watch thing. it. What? Only if Arnold would do it when I watch it. No, dude. It can't happen. He broke his leg skiing, you know? <laughs> How believable would that be? How believable is Sylvester Stallone doing Rocky Balboa when he's 60? Got pretty believable. Oh, pretty good right yeah, there. Um, Booyah! Have Woo! any of y'all listened to the commentary on any of the Conan movies? No. Cause, Can you? Is he doing it? Does yeah, he, he does a commentary, wow. and he says, I always thought we should do the second movie. Wait. Yeah. Does he not remember doing <laughs> Destroyer? <laughs> John, John Melius was like, wait, <laughs> we did, Arnold. What? <laughs> <laughs> they just tricked them. I liked doing these movies in halves. 
The second one's terrible. Where they smash that mirror and they're being attacked by werewolves or some shit like that. That movie's terrible. Yeah, it's not even. It's just a giant Grace Jones joke. The first one's actually pretty good. Which one's the one with the yeah. giant snake? With uh, the, the first, first one. one, yeah. You know, it has oh, the whole Crom speech and stuff. Who could even that, play yeah. Conan right now? You know, people say like The Rock and stuff like that. Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. Uh, Anybody order a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> Toby Maguire. <laughs> I mean, who knows if he can even keep doing Spider-Man? You know, he looks—he looks like he's definitely aging. You know, I don't know if it's the, the venom. Effect. Maybe he has one of those diseases. Uh, what do they call <laughs> it? Or he's thirty-five. Or he's thirty-five. <laughs> What's the he's disease? My age, and he looks younger than me. So, you know. how old is he? He's thirty-one-ish, mm-hmm. something like that. Oh, I'm thirty-one, and I know hmm. he's about the same age. Yeah, I would. Uh, I think it maybe has that disease. The one they always show on Mori Progeria? Is that what Progeria? It is? Yeah. <laughs> Little Maybe kids are like, I love <laughs> <laughs> Don't make I, fun of them, little I, hobbits. I was in the bathtub too long. <laughs> <laughs> That's not even right. It's beyond the valley of not right. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I love hanging out with you because I know I can bring it up and just kind of touch on the surface and you'll definitely go beyond and I don't have to say anything. I apologize for my French. <laughs> Progeria, the poet. Progeria, or staying in the bathtub way too long. <laughs> I just thought it was the Povich disease. Maybe our ratings are down. <laughs> Time to find some poor little kids that look like hobbits. <laughs> so, so, so let's get into video <laughs> games. Sean, you work for a video game manufacturer? Yes, I do. What, 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 where do you work? Uh, I work at a company called NCSoft. It's what do a they do? Publisher. Uh, like, what do they publish? Uh, we do all online video games. Like, what are some Multi- of the Like City of Ghosts, City of Villains. Guild Wars, mm-hmm. um, Lineage, Lineage okay. 2. So a lot of those... Uh, you know all I've massively multiplayer online. I've never played this stuff, but, mm-hmm. but you have some of the best stories. Cause, cause <laughs> I tried talking into doing a movie about what I do, and then Grandma's Boy came out, and I went, well, there. It's <laughs> pretty much what I do. <laughs> and, um, you actually police the game sometimes. Yeah. Is that your, your main job, policing the game sometimes? So ma- well, no, our main job is just supporting the game, uh-huh. but usually supporting the game. Uh, becomes um, playing policeman, investigating stuff, looking when people, uh, anything. Well, whenever you get people. I like how he's like, so. <laughs> Do it this way. You see a little guy flying around on screen? Well, it's kind of like that. The only difference is I just pull a giant chat log that looks like a, uh, like the Matrix and have to go through it and find what like this number did this and said this at this time. And, and like, what, like, what are the things you look for? Like, uh, what, what can't you do online? You can't be racist. Uh-huh. Um, you can't try to steal other people's accounts. Okay. And these are all things that happen. Like people, people make names for their characters, like the N words, right? Like right. People, uh, you know, your mom's dirty vagina can't, <laughs> can't be in the game. You know, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> <laughs> filthy little rape, you know, filthy little N bomb raper, like can't be in the game. And people get very confused as to why they can't do that. But. Um, you know, you can't do stuff like that. It's <laughs> it's like the real world, you know. Like, uh, but most for the most part, yeah, that's what we do. We do that and uh, help people when they find bugs in the game. They get stuck in the game. It's almost like Holy, you're I'm a halfway con- through a wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like playing a console game and you get stuck. The only difference is you can call somebody up and we can come in the game and move you or whatever. Move your character that's around. crazy. 
Pulling actually, yeah, and actually in City of Heroes, the uh, they call them GMs, game masters. Uh-huh. They are uh, they are actually little police drone robot thing fly around. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they're pretty cool. Now, um, one thing that you told me that I didn't even know this happened, but people rake, try and make real time like real currency off of video game items. Yeah. it's actually a, now, how do a huge that? debate. Well, the government's error. actually getting involved well, in it it's now. It's like a copyright. Well, yeah. So the, what, what the, anything it? that exists within the game. Uh, is something that belongs to the game manufacturer. Obviously, it's, it's you know, but the problem is there are there are uh, people who gather this stuff up and they sell it for real world money to other people who want to make their characters super high level or put all the cool gear on them without actually having to play through the hours and hours of grinding to do it. And uh, it's against our rules. A lot of countries, it's against the law. Countries like Korea have huge problems with a lot of that so stuff. Uh, and, well, wait, how, how do they sell it? They go on like eBay and they make eBay, one minute. They bids. run websites. You can go to a bunch of different sites. I'm not going to advertise their right. sites for them, but uh, they're a huge problem. So, uh, but now the government's getting involved, and in that's going to be like a criminal offense. Well, in some countries, in Korea and stuff, it is. You will get your balls cut off. I think they do that there. In Korea, I think so. Um, but our government's trying to get involved in it now because <laughs> some kid tries to sell somebody's shit online. He gets bamboo shoots up his finger. And exactly. That's really exactly. smart. No. <laughs> But uh, our government's trying to get involved because uh, you know there's money to be made and they don't. It's not taxed. Right. None of stuff is taxed. So there's this is, a, this is like a multi-billion-dollar industry that's not paying taxes to anybody on any of it because it's all virtual. So in the next few years, I'm sure we'll see. I, I hear about about companies that are, uh games like that where people like now they're now they're putting in like debit cards and stuff like that that you can actually go to ATMs and pull money out of, and how there's actual heists that happen in yeah. some games. Like people pull heists. And there's nothing a lot of people can do about it. Yeah. It's insane. It's there's like, like Ocean's Eleven the, going the, on the, in the, video well, games. The problem is, is that people don't realize that when they get into those games, even though it's a virtual world, real world, real world rules still apply. You don't trust. It. You don't. You don't walk up to the guy in the street corner and hand him a hundred dollars and say, "Hey, I'm going to come back in a little while. And when I do, I want you to show me that hundred bucks because I want to see what it looks like on you." Right. Right. Well, people do that in game all the time, and they get pissed off when the guy in the street corner takes their money and leaves and logs out of the game. Right. And they can't figure out why would you do that. And it's it's common fucking sense. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, 99% of my job is going to people, no, just use common fucking sense, you idiot. Most people are really the butt of all of our jokes. <laughs> we play these games. If you could sit for one day in the office and listen to the shit we talk about, some of the people. Um, and they just make asinine mistakes. Ridiculous stuff. They say the most ridiculous stuff. They, we have a guy who's threatening to sue us. Can, can you talk about this? Sure. He's not going to sue us because he's a fucking. He's crazy. He's psychotic. But he says that he's dis- disabled, mm-hmm. and that he's going to sue us for the Americans with Dis- Disabilities Act. Okay. Because he found a bug in the game and an exploit and started telling mm-hmm. people about it, and that's against the rules, and so he got his account shut down. So then he decided to um, say that you guys were say that we. Shut his account down because he was an employee of our company because Which he told us no about a bug. Of. He's not an employee of our company. Right. But because he's a player who found a bug, that makes him an employee because he told us about it. So he's suing you on the yeah. Disabilities Act. And because he's disabled, for some reason, we shut his account down. That's his, that's his reasoning. Is it a mental I disability? Wrote, I wanted to write back to him today and tell him, you know what? You are in the running for craziest motherfucker that's ever played our game. Because <laughs> it makes no sense. You, what is the craziest? It doesn't make thing? any What's sense. What's the craziest thing you've seen? You've seen maybe that. That's pretty crazy. Okay. We've seen. We have people come in the okay. office before and you know, like want to talk wow. to us about stuff. But 
Wow. And usually I just go out there and bulldog them out the door. Wow. Yeah. Well, um, let's segue. It, yeah. it, it's, it's the 2007. 2006 is over. Yeah. Best of 2006. Now that it's behind us. Give me a best of and I'll tell you what it okay. is. Okay. Um, for movies for myself, um, I was kind of disappointed in music. But for movies, um, I have like five movies that I love. Nacho Libre. Mm-hmm. Fucking loved it. That was good. Uh, Nacho Libre, The Departed, Little Miss Sunshine, Pan's Labyrinth, and Stranger Than Fiction. Never saw Stranger Than Fiction. Maybe. Monst- Monster House is at six, banging on the door. That's pretty you know? But Oh, Stranger Than Fiction, you'd love it. I have to see that. It's yeah. really well done. But those are like my top five. I have a couple of those. I would you know? say The Departed definitely would be on my list. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Superman Returns would be on my list. Right. Because I am a Superman fanboy. Uh, I definitely would put that on there. Uh, Little Miss Sunshine I thought was amazing. Nacho Libre, I don't know if it would be on my top movies of the year. It was funny. I was a little disappointed in it. Oh. I went and saw it on your on your recommendation. You can see as as a as a half Hispanic kid with a wrestler in the family. Right, right. You know. Yeah. It meant a lot. I thought it was me. funny. Uh, I, I I didn't like walk. I wasn't crying. I thought Talladega Nights was a really funny movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that would. Uh, Graham was a little bit agrees. Yeah, that was a little bit funnier movie, especially mm-hmm. the unrated DVD version that just came out or is coming out. I have a copy of it. I don't know if it's already out. Yet. I have a copy. <laughs> I downloaded it. <laughs> I like how you bust people online and then you turn around and you do this shit. Like, oh, it's billions of dollars. The government's getting involved. Yeah, they're getting involved in piracy, too. Yeah, well, you know, fuck them. <laughs> that's, my, that's, my, that's my reasoning. How can you argue with that? Mark? Uh, my, my top spot is taken by two movies because I can't decide. Uh, Children of Men and um, what the hell was the other one? Departed? No, no. Departed was number two, okay. or three, however. So what was it number one, a. Um, Science of Sleep. Oh, okay. I freaking love that movie. I mean, that's not a most, like a really popular choice. I, no. I liked the movie. I didn't love it, but. Uh, Science of Sleep, nobody saw, because you know there's a bunch of idiots out there, but I, I loved it. You know, just connected with me. Uh, Pan's Labyrinth, I liked a lot. Loved it. Yeah, and. Um, I liked it, but it was in Spanish. I can't. Like <laughs> <laughs> I can't read. I, I I, to watch what else you got? Uh, um, <sighs> U.S. versus John Lennon. I liked a lot. Is that a documentary? Yeah. Yeah. How is? Huh? I don't know anything about it other than the title. I, I'm a huge Beatle freak, so that's of right. course that's on my list. But it's a really We're good movie. Fans. Screw you guys. Oh, <laughs> over Good. Elvis? Okay. You're either one or the other. You know what I mean? See, I, like, I actually don't dig on Elvis very much at all, okay. actually. But uh, no, in in today's world where our rights are being taken away from us every five minutes. Yeah, hippie? Yeah. Keep going. <laughs> um, U.S. versus John Lennon brought all of that up, and it's like it's been going on for decades. Mm-hmm. You know, John Lennon was almost deported because he spoke his mind. Oh. Yeah. So. W- yeah, I wouldn't even thought that. Yeah. Um, hey, Brent, you want to take my seat? I'll, I'll, I'll check the tape and g- you give our fans, from a fan, his top 2006. Sit down, sit down. Now he's the guy on the left. <laughs> That's what people call <laughs> All right, so uh, I agree with you, Superman Returns. That was great, which is not necessarily a popular opinion among people for some reason. Uh, I uh, love the movie. 
favorite movie of the year was Departed. Like, I, I didn't have more fun watching a movie this year than in that one. Like, the whole movie was just, like, fantastic for me. If it says anything at all about that movie, my wife, who uh, doesn't really like to watch movies very much, mm. she usually falls asleep about halfway through them. Um, <clears throat> actually, when it was finished, she kind of turned and looked at me and was like, I want to watch that again. Can, yeah. we, can we watch that again? I, I, if they would have repeated it in theater, I would have sat through it again. It was yeah, I think I would have too. Because he has a bulge in his pants the whole movie. We <laughs> <laughs> talking to me? Oh, that's why. Okay, we're talking about Departed now. Come on, go yeah, to the program. You're, oh, that's why. You're a step behind. Three hot guys. All right. Uh, so anyway, so Superman, uh, Departed number one. Superman's probably number five. Uh the Fountain, another one a lot of people didn't like, like really, really didn't like, uh, and I was I was a big fan of it. Um, Pan's Labyrinth, definitely, and then uh, The Prestige, which uh, Chris Nolan. I didn't see that one either. Downloaded. Wanted to see it. Oh, he's making movie. I'll buy his movie. The Prestige was awesome. Um, so yeah, that's my five. And uh, Stranger Than Fiction was. So close to making the top five, but it got booted. Forgot one. I I love Borat. That's another one. I was that disappointed. It it had a point, no, and it, okay. it I'm saying it made its point. <laughs> Welcome to my show. <laughs> <laughs> it's him making out with guys for an hour and a half. Um, start with him. We'll run. <laughs> Coming for you, Mark. <laughs> but yeah, I I love Borat. I actually saw it twice. I don't do that very often. Right. I was super jazzed for it. It's, it's one of those movies where you're so excited about it that when you see it, you can't help but be disappointed. Yeah. I was actually excited to see Talladega Nights because I knew that the guy that plays Borat was in it as the Frenchman. Nice. <laughs> that was the only reason I really originally wanted to see it. And then after that, I was like, hey, it was actually a funny movie. So, um, Still haven't seen Talladega Nights. Guys, go ahead and send me your uh, best of 2006 list. It's Jonathan at Geekscape.net. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks, Sean. Can I do a plug? Thanks, Mark. Yeah, do a plug. Thanks, Brent. I have a website. <gasps> oh. Everybody does. Yeah, yeah. Nambla.com is not your site. <laughs> really? It's our site. <laughs> uh, profwagstaff.com. Like professor it's shortened. Yeah. Profwagstaff.com. Right. What is that? It's a Marx Brothers. Oh! Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Hopefully I don't get sued for it. But yeah. No, uh, thanks for watching, guys. This is episode two. Next week we'll be back in Los Angeles. Uh, and, uh, yeah, thanks for coming on the show, guys. Just keep checking out Geekscape. Thanks for having us. Net. Oh, no problem. You guys thanks, Jonathan. Oh, no problem, guys. No problem. Thanks. Oh, I miss you guys. Wish I could come in here and geek out every, every week of the year. You should. I got a projector and downloaded movies. Yeah, and a p- <laughs> bunch of people knocking on your door as of this episode. <laughs> they're, all, they're all legal backup copies. <laughs> Fuck Back out. up of someone else's mouth. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> See you guys next week.